Welcome and happy Friday. This is Travelog, the podcast of Condé Nast Traveler, and I am here in the Condé Nast Podcast Studios with Bridget Hallinan, who is a podcast newbie. Hi, Bridget. Welcome. Hello. Um, I've also got Alex Postman and David Jeffries, who have been here many times before. They are all editors for Traveler. My name is Brad Rickman. I'm the digital director for Traveler. And first thing we have to say is welcome to 2018, everybody. This is our first uh, podcast taping in 2018. So happy new year to all of you guys. Happy new year to people out there in the world. It's been cold here in New York. It's been really, really cold on, on the entire Northeast. And so I'm really happy about our topic today, which is going to be the state of the Caribbean, the um, warm places. In September of last year, we had three hurricanes in succession that hit the Caribbean, which is a place close to our hearts, um, a place many people vacation to, including ourselves, and a place that we cover regularly at Traveler. And so we were paying quite a bit of attention to this. Hurricane Irma, then Hurricane Jose, and then Hurricane Maria rolled through this region. And uh, there was a lot of devastation. Irma was a Category 5. I can't remember. I think the, at least one of the others was a Category 4. I don't remember what Jose was. Do you remember, David? I, I don't. I know that the striking difference with these storms were the size of them. The width, much, the, sort of the width, width of, of them. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you, as, as weather forecasters always warn you, you have to w- worry about the wind and the, the storm surges. And it was just everything combined right. for long, extended periods of time. Right. They moved slowly through the, yeah. through the region as well. Yeah. I mean, it's unusual. This is, it happens in this region. I no, mean, it, earthquakes and volcanoes and hurricanes have plagued the Caribbean for centuries. Sure. And beyond, of course. Sure. In any case, we covered a lot of what had happened during the storms, and then we've been covering regularly recently, and we felt like it was time because now is the time that people um, can start booking and, and start thinking about traveling there, it being the middle of winter, for us to come back and take a look at the region and talk about maybe some things that are going on and catch everyone up about where things are, and also just generally give them some thoughts about traveling here. And, um, and give the region some love because uh, people sometimes tend to think that the entire Caribbean basin was hit mm-hmm. and a very small fraction is currently out of commission. Uh, it's five, six islands. I'm not, not saying that's nothing. Right. But the perception is that everything from Cuba to Aruba was affected and that's not true. Yeah. Um, so by going to the Caribbean, it's not like you're taking advantage of anything or looking, being a disaster tourist. Yeah. Any, and we'll mention the, the islands that are still very much struggling and trying to get things together. Yeah, but, for sure. But there are so many that are up and running. Well, this is a good place to start because I think a lot of people have a conception of the Caribbean that's kind of uniform. It's white sand beaches and, and you know, crystal clear, light blue waters. And while that's very much um, something that you'll find there, it's also an incredibly big region and it has a lot of diversity. diversity. And so I thought one of the things that we could start with is just kind of running down a map, almost take a map as a guide for the conversation or at least to start off with and start kind of closer to home with the places that are um, maybe shorter distances to get to from here and very popular, like the Bahamas. Semi-Caribbean. Semi-Caribbean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Bahamas and Turks and Caicos. We have, Technically we love this. the Atlantic. It's the Atlantic. Yeah. Um, it, are we not allowed to talk about them? No, of course we, we are. We can cut that out. I no, think, well, I think actually to David's point, Americans consider them to be uh, the Caribbean yeah. and, you know, you're planning a, like a warm weather beach vacation and mm-hmm. you're going to put the Bahamas in that bucket. Absolutely. I mean, people think the, that consider Key West to be the Caribbean. Um, the Bahamas lie 60 miles off of the east coast of Florida. Very, very close. Easy to get to. Incredibly diverse. And the water quality there is, is, is you 
you'd be hard pressed to find anything oh, better in the Caribbean basin. I just got back from a few days in um, Eleuthera and Harbor Island, and you know they were hit severely by the storms, but no lasting damage at this point, fortunately. And it it couldn't be easier. I mean, it's like you know just a little bit farther than Miami to fly nonstop from JFK. You can fly to NASA, or we flew to Eleuthera, um, and from there you take a small boat to Harbor Island, um, which as probably most listeners know, is like an incredibly happening, tiny, tiny. island um, full of like beautiful little wooden shacks, uh, shacks is cottages, like, but yeah. cottages. Yes, Painted, exactly. Yeah. Um, they're fancy shacks. Um, and many boutique hotels, um, Pink Sands, Coral Sands, The Landing. I stayed at um, the new Eleven Experiences Hotel there, um, which is a new offering from a company that does like wildly outgoing, action-oriented properties in, in Crested Butte and in um, Iceland. Um, and it's such a delightful place. You drive little uh, golf carts all over the place. And then Eleuthera is a place that it's a it's a very long island, um, and you have to go through it in order to get to Harbor Island. And um, I would encourage anybody who's in, who's in that area and looking for like an authentic Bahamian experience, whereas like... Nassau and Paradise Island are fairly built up, but Eleuthera is really sort of close to the earth. It's very, um, you can get good local food. There are fewer places to stay, but gorgeous, gorgeous beaches. And actually one spot where the uh, Atlantic and then the Whatever the, I remember that picture the, on your Instagram. Yeah, the Atlantic meets the, the, meets the, the yeah. Caribbean or whatever yeah, it is yes. called there. Um, See? It's literally like stormy on one side and clear and, and turquoise on the other. Yeah. It's That's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and you can bike you all can these bike islands everywhere. everything's yeah. flat as a pancake. Yeah. I was going to ask, how do you get around? Um, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. And Harbor Island are, are very few cars, so most people just take are, take bikes or golf carts. Um, Eleuthera, it's actually, I think it takes about an hour to drive from north to, north to south. It looks like a like a femur bone, almost <laughs> very, very long and skinny. But most of the resort properties are in the north, or at least the two that are, that are of note. Um, we stayed at the Cove, um, you know, which has two beaches, and it's quiet and beautiful. Um, so I really encourage that for anybody who's really looking for like a kind of authentic Bahamian yeah. getaway and like as well as, great um, conch fritters and Kamalami yeah. K. Yes, which uh, readers loved. This, yes, that's this on the, the cover survey. of our January issue, mm-hmm. and. Kamalame K. Kamalame, um, I said. <laughs> I think they said Kamalame. I'm singing in a Hawaiian my, accent. <laughs> but it's a beautiful. <laughs> it's actually, I think it's been in family for two or three generations. It's a beautiful, like wooden, um, kind of cottagey style property. But they have a new relationship with the gigantic beach city that is Atlantis and the Cove. And you can actually stay at the Cove if you, you know, if you like water slides and all that kind of stuff for the kids, it's totally fun. And then you can take a, a tiny seaplane over to Kamala Kay for like the much more barefoot, like authentic um, Bahamian, you know, weekend. That's great to hear because I do think the Bahamas are one of those places where people think of Atlantis and the Cove and yeah. some of the bigger resorts, which is fine if that's your thing and you're looking for that kind of all-inclusive. That's cool. But it's nice to know. And that it's great for kids. It's yeah. great yeah. for kids, so, sure, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. They can get their yayas out for a couple of days yeah. in right. Atlantis, <laughs> right. and then you can go over to Kamalame. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's great. Um, David, you got anything to add about the Bahamas <laughs> or Bridget? No, never been. Any Bahamas. Um Okay, so let's keep or, or, moving. Or is it called Bahamas? 
Bahamas. Bahamas. I'm going to mispronounce Bahamas. everything. Now. Bahamas. Gonna, everything has to be said as if it were Hawaiian today. Get out our steel drums. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yes, the Atlantis Luau, well known, a well known um, uh, feature. No, let's keep moving um, south and and. Um, Remember, we have seven thousand islands. Okay, to cover let's, here. I'll, I'll go no. faster. Like we no, gotta, we gotta, of seven thousand okay. islands, only ten percent are inhabited. Uh, Turks and Caicos. How did they come through the hurricanes? Very well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, physically, they got sideswiped, but um, they, they're fine. No last And that's day. another, it's a very predictable destination. Um, the Grace Bay Beach is just extraordinary. It's low key, a little bit more built up than the Bahamas, but again, super easy to get to. Mm -hmm. And also excellent for spa vacations mm -hmm. at Como. Family, family destination, um, Parrot Cay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Parrot Cay is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and an Amon down mm -hmm. there. So there are a couple of private island resorts there. It's a really nice place to go for under three hours. So you're going to get a little bit less of the kind of barefoot, off the chic. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, a bit more organized. Yeah. But still, not a lot of nightlife. Not it's not loud and mm -hmm. rowdy. Sometimes you're looking for that. Absolutely. <laughs> the non-loud and rowdy. Mm -hmm. Okay, Cuba. Yeah. How is it? You were just there. I was, I was, I was circling it like a shark <laughs> on a cruise ship um, for other reasons as well. But uh, Cuba's, well, we, Brad, you know better. You, you snuck in in the 18 or so months in which we were allowed to leave. Yeah, this is sad for us. Um, I mentioned this um, at our last taping at the end of the year, but one of the things that happened in 2017 is that restrictions on travel to Cuba by um, U.S. citizens have tightened again. And so it's more difficult to go now. And I think we were talking about this just the other day. You can only go by cruise now unless you fit one of Unless you fit another uh, organized tour group. Right. That's the only way to do it land-based. Right. Um, all major cruise lines at the moment, almost all major cruise lines, are sailing there during the winter. Right. Um, it is a really nice way to get there and also to be able to have the comforts of your cruise ship in your stateroom and have your day trips. And it is, I found it a very enjoyable way of discovering somewhere new. No, I was quite I, surprised that I was on the brand new Viking Ocean ship. So that made it. And you liked it, it, right? You Loved it. Yeah. First cruise ever. Yeah. That was your first cruise ever? Yeah. Wow, that really? was momentous. Well, no, I was 10 years old when I went from New York to London, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. And that wasn't a cruise, that was a get-home trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the Jeffers get home. Yeah. <laughs> on a cruise ship. Okay, so we've talked about Cuba. We've done a whole podcast yeah. on, on Cuba, so I don't want to go into it too much. I think much, we have to wait a little bit longer. You think uh, we have to wait? I think things will change again. Nothing's set in stone. 2020. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. 2020. <laughs> um, and its, it's infrastructure as well needs a, a lot of work. The brand new Kempinski in Havana just opened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic, but that's the first, an absolute first to have a five star European run. Or uh, there are others, Malias, et cetera. But uh, the infrastructure there, and as you found out, Brad, it's it's not. The supermarkets don't have much. Yeah, um, no. The bars run out of liquor. Yeah, um, I, I, it's 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 tough still. There are you know cafes and bars in Havana Centro, and the old town um, where the toilets yeah, don't right. flush or whatever. But by the same token, I also feel like, and I said this on the last podcast that we did about it, that there's this race where tourists are coming, they're spending money, they're sort of contributing to the economy, 
and that is then going back into investment in the infrastructure. So I do wonder what kind of an impact, you know, I wonder two things. One is, what is the impact of those restrictions, which are really going to cut off what, what, what wasn't necessarily a torrent of visitors from the U.S., but it certainly had picked up quite yep, a bit. It was, yeah. And on the cruise lines, I do think it feels like a torrent. And that's the other concern that mm-hmm. I have, which is that it's kind of doubling down on something that already felt like it was stressful, which is that while Havana certainly is capable of becoming a tourist you know, destination of the first order without question over time. I also think that flooding the zone with like thousands and thousands of tourists in that very small center zone, which is where a lot of the cruise ships sort of deposit people, mm-hmm. feels problematic. And um, while we're in this phase where they're trying to build up and those tourists and those cruise ships are still coming, I do feel like there's going to be a lot of pain. Yeah, Not, it's, not literal pain. But. I was in the, the southern city of Cienfuegos, uh, French 19th century city, and uh, we were told before going ashore that, that nobody was going to be interested in dollars, cash. It was Canadian dollars or euros, and it, oh. it was totally true. Interesting. And also not just sort of not interested in selling us something from a non-government-run store. Really? Um, it was very Soviet. <laughs> I found it very Soviet. A lot, huh. of, a lot of people waiting in line for not a lot. How about relative to the storm? Did you see any evidence? No, nothing at all. Um, also, I wasn't, as an American, if you are found upon return to America with a photo on your phone of you on a beach with a cocktail, you're in trouble. Is we're that not right? meant to go oh. there to do that. Are they the crew, for that? The crew on the ship who had a day off on um, one of the, the days of the cruise, um, they all went to the beach, but they were all Scandinavian. Wow, the death of the drunken selfie. I know. (laughs) So that's why I say... Let us pour some out for the death (laughs) of the drunken selfie. So I just say, let's... This is to be continued. I I expect that'll turn around again, too. Yeah, and if you want to go over the history, the architecture, the music, rum, cigars, and and just a place in time, then go, please. It's fabulous. How about the Caymans? Bridget... Well, I was just there in early December, and it was the weather was perfect. It was relatively unaffected, I think, by the hurricanes. I've spoken to cab drivers while I was there, and they said that they hardly ever get big storms. They're over near the Yucatan. They're really far west. So it's a pretty safe place to go. Um, No rain, uh, lots of great squid and pasta and ceviche, and Seven Mile Beach has some truly glorious sand. Okay. They also have an experience that... I would count as very memorable the Stingray. Oh, you did the Stingray? Oh, yes. yes. What is that area called? Stingray City. Stingray yes, City. City. It sounds totally cheesy. It might be a little cheesy, but <laughs> it's kind of amazing really where you take a it. boat out and you are standing in like thigh deep water. And stingrays are just, they're habituated what? because that's You're where gonna... fishermen used to dump their, their awful. awful, their their unused, unwanted Chum. fish. And so they're just habitually, they live there. And (laughs) you can just stand there and they come over and you can pet them and kind of pick them up and kiss them. It's kind of friendly. Bridget, your Insta photo was just found my next next best friend, I think, or maybe that was Lily. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, they're absolutely enormous. The females, I think, are up to like four-ish feet in diameter. Don't quote me on that. But they just like slide all over you. At one point, I made the mistake of standing next to the chum bucket and had about (laughs) five on me. So It's so weird. Mini panic attack, but you know, they're they're really nice. It kind of feels like holding a portobello mushroom. (laughs) It's exactly what it feels like, a a giant portobello mushroom. And there's a new um, Kimpton Hotel that just opened. I was there in the spring, so pre-hurricane, but again, they weren't really affected. The Kimpton Sea Fire. Really, really great property. Um, 
both um, for kids, they have like a kind of surprisingly cool kids pool, like not cheesy, like tasteful and big. And but you know, you could sit there with your drink and watch your kid, you know, be safe in the kiddie pool. Um, and beautiful modern rooms that all look overlook the water. It was like a surprisingly, you know, nice hotel. Where the, it's a very dependable yeah. place yeah. to go to. Yeah. And remember the three islands. It's Grand Cayman. Yeah. Little Cayman. That was Grand and then Cayman. Cayman yeah. Brack is, mm-hmm. is sort of the, the, the least known. Okay. That's where I would head to. Yeah. Okay. The, and so simple to get to as well. The Kimpton Seafire actually had the squidding pasta that I previously mentioned. Such at good Ave. food. Such yeah. delicious food. I would say if you're looking for a more quiet experience on the island, definitely avoid Georgetown, which is the main city because it's like overrun by big cruise ships. I biked down there with my parents when I was there and it was a madhouse between Mm -hmm. that and tourist shops. That was crazy. Now, I have one question about the stingrays. (laughs) Back to the stingrays. Back to the stingrays. Back to the the headline. Um, Do you have to avoid the tail or is that something that they can just sort of invoke? When yes. Mad. Yes. Well, there are, um, I don't know, handlers. I guess, for lack of a better word, but the boat captain will sort of help you sort of get near one and and pick one up. And um, yes, I think the tail is to be avoided. Stay, stay yeah. away from the tail. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's hard too because the currents there can be strong sometimes, especially with all the boats. So sometimes you can get pushed into one and like almost mm-hmm. step on the barb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brad's looking very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> but the snorkeling there is great. This isn't your yeah. thing, is it? Yeah. You could snorkel right off Seven Mile Beach. You don't even need a boat, which is unusual. Yeah. 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 Or there are some tour companies that do a combined trip with Stingray City and snorkeling. And I think the Starfish area, did mm-hmm. you go to that? I'm not yeah. sure what that's called. Star- but Starfish City. Starfish City. Starfish, Starfish, City. <laughs> Starfish <Everything> Village. City. <laughs> We remember that from the ancient wars between Stingray City and Starfish City, of course. (laughs) It's like a SpongeBob episode. (laughs) Okay, Haiti and the DR, the Dominican Republic. That's well, Haiti's my my passion. Um, I've never been somewhere that 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 so affected me, and that's saying something in the world. Um, I've never seen more more, a selection of more beautiful beaches. I've never seen more hope. Never seen more despair. Uh-huh. I've never seen more potential. I've never felt so tiny. You're getting Dickensian. I'm yeah. getting very Dickensian. Um, it, it's it's just an extraordinary place. Obviously, it's not built for just anyone to go to. It's 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 tough going, but it delivers as so many of these island nations do. So many things in a tiny amount of geographical space. What are the boxes that people need to check off to determine whether they're ready for Haiti or not? What kind of traveler is ready for that? A traveler who wants to be surprised by what the world does and is and how it survives. That's what I came back with. Wow, that the, was deep. The, well, it we was, went from cuddly stingrays to... I heard my first gunshot there. Wow. I heard... And you're a, a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from Texas, that's for sure. Um, we don't have guns here. Um, no, I, I, it, it, I, I saw things I can't unsee in a good way. Let's put it that way. Where do you stay? In Port-au-Prince. There's a beautiful new Marriott that's about two years old. Um, and you can get cars and drivers. And I took a, a car and a driver way out to the, the west. And then a boat. My driver turned into my captain. He was armed. Really? And then the very bumpy... Uh, two hours down the coast, and a coastline with just virgin forest and mountains. Extraordinary to Cocoye Plage. Which which coast was that? North or southwest? Southwest. Um, but again, it's one of those places you could spend two weeks and not have covered enough. Sure. But it's for, it's, you need stamina. Sure. It's, it's one of the stamina places. Yeah. It's a full-on country and culture. 
and attitude and surprise. Great. What about Dominican Republic? I'll let somebody else speak. Never been. <laughs> no? no? No. Wow. It's got just about something for everybody. And it's great for kids, great for all-inclusives. Um, in the north in Sabana Peninsula, uh, Las Terrenas is a really funky expat-driven, expat being Europeans and Italians, uh, town, kind of like a slightly more built-up Tulum. Playa Bonita on their mm-hmm. 30 beaches. Yep, Playa Bonita. There, I mean, beaches and uh, offshore f- deep sea fishing, and tennis and golf, and I mean, really, it's got everything you you think of the Caribbean as having. Hmm. Four okay. major airports. Yeah. How did they come through the hurricane? Any, Fine. any Okay. So yeah. Nothing to worry about. Uh, Jamaica. I don't know anyone who's been since the storms, but I I don't think yeah. that they were Fine affected. Storms wise. Yeah. yeah. Another sort of sort of it, it covers somebody or checks so many boxes. Um, you can stay in these very small, very well curated um, countryside hotels like Strawberry Hill. There's a huge food Inn. scene there. Huge we did a story scene. on it last yep. year. Um, so you've got the, like some of the most incredible beaches in the Caribbean, like especially over in Negril. Um, yep. And then you have these beautiful mountain um, mm-hmm. plantations and, um, and you have and Frenchman's the Cove. Yes. Um, and so I feel like it's sort of the island that has everything. It is like culture. It has nature. It has the best beaches and food that because I mean because they're big enough to have. Um, uh, sort of an agrarian yep. economy, they really grow all their own produce, and it's not one of those places where you know you can be trapped in the Caribbean and it's like yep. a fifty dollar apple or whatever. Like they yep. really grow all their own produce, and it's really top notch, um, especially with the Blackwell mm-hmm. properties, which include Strawberry uh, Jake's, Hill, Jake, Golden Eye, yeah. Rock House, Jamaica mm-hmm. Inn, yeah. Strawberry Hill. There are these nice, really yeah, small yeah. properties, as well as your sandals and beaches and mm-hmm. flip flops and thongs. I call them. Yeah. All those those great properties that, that people love going to because they're taken care of yeah. the whole way. So it does very seem like diverse. A, the, the combination of that level of diversity with the type of lodging experience, for yeah. lack of a better word, yeah. as well as a really strong food scene that goes back a long time. Like there's deep roots there mm-hmm. and a lot of innovation going on now. And then also culture, music in particular, right? Like it, it feels like the, they're re- it's quite the package. Jamaica is quite the package. Yeah. Like a smaller, different version of Cuba, but easier to deal with, um, mm-hmm. particularly for Americans at this point in time. And we don't know exactly about storm damage, but it seems unlikely given the positioning and where the hurricane Fine. was. Yeah. We haven't heard of anything mm-hmm. in particular. But do let us know if you know um, out there. Folks tweeted us if you know of any uh, detail on the Jamaica scene. Um, okay, Puerto Rico. Mm, and very this, interesting. I think, is... Um, the big story of the storms, um, 40% of, of Puerto Rico still doesn't have power. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of devastation. Um, what are you guys hearing in terms of specifics or maybe um, any further detail on what's going on in Puerto Rico right now? Well, I actually I have a friend who's there right now on business um, for a law firm, and I asked her what it was like. And she's staying in um, San Juan in the Condado section. And she said the hotel is fine and the beach is fine, but her client there doesn't have electricity. Wow. So still, I mean, and it's, presumably it, this is a... It's very kind of, odd. Yeah. It, speaking of San Juan, I'm going to a conference there for the Caribbean tourism region mm. at the end of January. And I was looking at the, all the hotels that I know in San Juan, the higher-end hotels. And one will be open and functioning. Another will say not opening until December 2018 or reopening. until it's, it's, it's pockets. It's really fascinating. Is just that just the randomness of the storm damage or is that actually prioritization in, in the cleanup? I will know more in uh-huh. February, but I think it's, it's, it's 
less about the actual damage and more about the damage to the infrastructure of providing electricity. And also damage, we, we always forget about this, but damage to the staff who work right. in these properties. Right. Um, you know, we're talking, we're, we'll talk about the British Virgin Islands and the U.S. Virgin Islands. You think of all the large hotels, even small hotels there, and all the restaurants and shops and car rental and moped rental agencies, none of these people have jobs. So yeah, that's so the damage. Right. And a lot and of people are leaving. People are going to uh, other... Of, out of necessity. Right. Um, so it's a, it's a very strange city at the moment. Very interested to go down there. Yeah. Uh, but many parts of Puerto Rico are cleaning up quickly. Culebra, off the, the East Coast, seems to have bounced back pretty well. Vieques, unfortunately, hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Vieques for years was sort of the, the little secret. Yeah. Well, Vieques, yeah, Vieques was where the naval base was. Yes, right? yeah. Um, the naval firing range or yeah, whatever. Same it was. beaches. It wasn't really a base, I guess, but it was more. It was a, a test range. It was a test range, yeah. right? Two it thirds was, of the island. It had just been turned over when I was there, um, yeah. and then there was a sort of nascent community back in those days, which, which then grew up and yeah, and kind of matured. So again, it's a, it's a we have to wait and see with Puerto Rico. Yeah, but um, but I um, expect next winter season for them a year from now will be much better. But another place to keep your eye on and go as soon as you can go because they definitely need support. And by the way, it's a great place to visit the beaches once they are restored yep. and once there's more infrastructure back. Yep. Um, a really great place to go. Oh, absolutely. The the Virgin Islands, British and U.S. I, th- I would rather not say anything at the moment about these. Okay. Just because we don't know and the devastation was so total there. Okay. Um, I mean, bark was ripped off trees. Yeah. By wind force alone. Um, now this is the tropics, and I've been getting photos from that area, from people I know down there, and and all the greeneries come back. That's what it does down there. Right. Um, but it was it, that was brutal. So unclear. I we can't even get there. All the hotels so. that were supposed to open at the end of the year, not the, the notably like no. the Canille Rosewood Bay. in um, yeah. in um, Little Dick's Bay yeah. on and uh, Canille Bay. Seventy yeah. percent of the buildings were destroyed wow. not damaged that hurts do you are there any projections no. that you're getting no too That's, soon yeah too soon okay yeah okay and then we move on to st martin <laughs> another yeah. the important thing which about, was also hit very hard extremely hard i mean the the dual nation island st martin st martin uh, dutch and french the most important thing to know about this is that the airport uh, princess giuliana which is one of the largest and most efficient in the region is operating now. Is that the scary airport? No. Um, it's the one you go to to get to the scary scary airports. I have two of them. Um, it is functioning. I've heard that the terminal is still somewhat closed and that you, you're processed through tents that may or may not have air conditioning, but you cannot really get to St. Bart's, Seba, St. Eustatius, Anguilla, all of these surrounding islands that are okay now um, without going through St. Martin. Okay. You can sometimes hop through Puerto Rico, but that's with one airline and it's rather expensive. So it's still crit- it's critical that St. Martin Airport gets better and better and better and better for all these other outlying um, islands as well. But it is functional it's at functional. this point? Yeah. Good. Planes okay. are landing. Okay. So that's good. Um, Anguilla, just to the north, is doing fine. Very happy to hear about them. I mean, that's, that's remarkable, real too, given how close they are. Yeah. Uh, and St. Bart's did just the most extraordinary turnaround I've seen. Um, the day after, they just picked up and said, no. <laughs> Allez. Well, they have <laughs> a pretty strong economy there, too. Y- exactly. No. I was going mean, <laughs> to say, follow it, the yeah, money. I, I'd be lying helps. if I didn't say. But, but it was also, yes, yeah, strong economy. It's a, it's, a, it's 
a little tiny world unto itself, a universe unto itself, and that helped tremendously. Um, but they suffered the same hardships in terms of no electricity. I mean, that's an interesting kind of off, slightly off-topic question that I have, which is what is the moving back and forth between these different um, islands? What is that like as an experience? Or is I think it's part of the fun of the Caribbean. I mean, the 15-minute the flight from St. Martin to St. Bart's um, costs quite a lot because it's St. Bart's. Um, but you're on a tiny, tiny airplane, sometimes single engine. That's the scary airport. That's the scary. You just head for a mountain and then nosedive down onto the runway and then brake really hard before the beach. Um, that's not great for, for, for awesome. little flyers. Then my, one of my other favorites, and I would really encourage people to go there, it's not full of fancy hotels or resorts, is Seba, which is um, a Dutch island in the opposite direction from St. Martin, from St. Bart's, but you can see St. Bart's from the island. It's King Kong Island, basically. No beaches. But the best diving and hiking, I what think. What do you mean by like King Kong Island? Oh, it just rises straight out of the ocean mm -hmm. to a height of, I wish I remember what it is, but it's the highest point in the, in the Netherlands. Oh, wow. It's that? the highest point in the <laughs> Netherlands. I love <laughs> that. It's Dutch. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at it's is because you're moving between scenery. Dutch yes. and French. And this one has the shortest commercial runway in the world. And you just, again, you just head towards a cliff face, slam down onto the runway and put on the brakes and yet, Take, taking off is even better because I got to jump. You're, you're at the back of the runway. The brakes are on and the engines, two little propeller engines are at max velocity. So the whole you're in a you're in a, like a washing machine. The whole thing's shaking. And then the pilot lets go of the brakes and you hurtle down the runway and basically just fall off of it at the end like an aircraft carrier. <laughs> Just, it's I have, great. <laughs> I have one question. Mm. Are there dinosaurs? <laughs> there should be. No, really. There should be. You can hike up to Mount Scenery and it gets deeper and darker and greener and wetter and it's weird. T-Rex just rips through the trees. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's right. only one road on the island. It's called The Road. <laughs> Conveniently. Yeah. The capital is called The Bottom. <laughs> it's a very, very quirky place. So this is another example of how the Caribbean can go from full-on expectations fulfilled in the Caymans to who knew this could even exist. Yeah. Um, and it, they're all within an hour of each other, yeah. if you chose to. And the, and the inter-island air network there, regardless of any storm damages, is wonderful. It's yeah, this is kind of what I wanted to flush out. Is, is that if I had a, you know, a month off, I'd go island hopping, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, St. Bart's is doing great. Sabres is fantastic. St. Kitts and Nevis? What, what's the story oh, there? Love those two. I do too. Actually, our deputy editor was just in um, St. Kitts where there's a new Park Hyatt resort and she loved it. Um, very David, quiet. you might know more about it, but um, yeah, she very quiet. Um, very I think scenic. Rooms with each with its own little infinity pool. Um, there's not a lot of development on the island. Nevis really was um, because there's a. Four it, on Nevis, there's the Four Seasons. Yeah. It's very well established. That has been kind of the more established lucky. island. But St. Kitts is coming up. Yeah. St. Kitts is the larger of the two. I find it it's, it's very agricultural. And, and both of them have these wonderful dormant volcanoes in the center of, of each island. Um, you can and, hike in the rainforest. And, yeah. and there are monkeys that came with the French yeah. during the 17th century. That are, the descendants of these monkeys are fabulous on those two and islands. And old sugar plantations old sugar just plantations kind of crumbling away. It's really And also beautiful. the converted plantation inns on mm -hmm. Nevis are mm -hmm. Montpellier and Pinnies. And mm -hmm. there's some really nice places to stay. It's, it's a more grown-up crowd. Mm -hmm. um, I think kids might be a little bit bored there. Yeah. Uh, but there are nonstop flights um, to St. Kitts now. So that's good. 
American ha- Dilbert. A couple of years ago, they were capitalizing on the success of Hamilton. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people don't know Hamilton. Alexander was, was born on Nevis. From Nevis. Born. Thanks to a hurricane, he came to New York, right? And <laughs> Nelson met um, uh, Fanny Nesbitt, his wife, there at a party. Can you get somehow tickets to Hamilton by <laughs> going to Nevis? I'm sure they have Hamilton tours. Hamilton Oh, yeah. Have you been to the museum? It's about the size of this podcast yeah. room. <laughs> this is an enormous podcast. <laughs> Just if you're out there listening, we record in an airplane studio. <laughs> a hangar. A hangar. Um, and I'm just going to throw these out there because I've been doing this Keep all day going. as well. You, you've um, been, nearby you've been as researching well, this. You know, two other um, uh, little standouts, again, for not somebody who's looking for an, a Park Hyatt or a Marriott or a Four Seasons, but Montserrat, an old British uh, overseas territory. Um, half of the island was destroyed by a volcanic eruption. Its capital was consumed, and you can take helicopter tours and fly over this modern-day Pompeii. It's quite thrilling. And St. Eustatius, which can is you visit Dutch. It? Can you, can you oh, yeah. visit the island? Yeah, it's good for hiking and diving. Uh, St. Eustatius is fascinating. It was the center of the Caribbean at the end of, I think, 1790s to 1800s. Um, it was where you would go if you were anybody of any importance to trade. And it's kind of like New York, New Amsterdam in the 1700s. Anyway, those are just two other interesting little... What about Guadeloupe? You're missing Antigua. Oh. <laughs> it's not on the map. <laughs> no, it's on the map. No, Antigua. Well, Antigua's oh, next on right. the way down. I'm sorry, you are checking my geography. I'm not. I'm not moving in order. Um, Antigua. What's going on? Barbuda was where the first of the hurricanes actually took landfall, right? Ninety-nine percent of it was flattened. Really? Yeah. It's a very flat island as is. Um, uh, the Nobu folks and Robert. Robert De Niro. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's late in the day. Um, who, who put together these Nobu hotels. We're taking over one of uh, Princess Diana's favorite resorts and turning it into a Nobu resort there. They've dedicated to continue that work, obviously from scratch again. Um, but the island was completely evacuated after the, the first storm in anticipation of the second one. I think a handful of people have returned. What about Antigua? Antigua's fine. That's so strange. So strange. Yeah. Hmm. The the whims of the hurricanes. Yep. They're pretty close, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Antigua's great. Very British. Great for sailing. Um, 365 beaches. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, English Harbor's very historic. It's Nelson's Dockyard. Nelson spent many early years there. Um, it's got a lot of character. And cricket, of course. It's a religion. The mm-hmm. Caribbean is kind of the eastern hemisphere's Greece. I feel like these, the these islands... Almost? Yeah, like these islands are so numerous and they're so varied. Right. Well, in Greece, likewise, you go from like a British island to a Swedish island (laughs) to a Greek island. Right, right. The Italian (laughs) island. Yeah. Um, Okay, Guadeloupe, back on track. To a French island. Take Um, it away. Well, I've never been to Guadeloupe or Martinique, but that is actually on my list for this year. Um, Norwegian Air has started flying nonstops from From JFK and Boston. Yeah. and I, you know, St. Bart's is great, but it's it's glitzy. It's a little bit out of reach for some people. And I love the idea of going to, like, little France, like a, getting a great croissant, you know, in uh, on a mountaintop in Guadeloupe. Um, and so it's affordable. The hotel scene is kind of, um, it's not that, that developed, but um, there are villa rental agencies on both islands um, with some really nice properties. Yeah, but so I'm and some to offshore go there this islands year. like Ile de Saint, that mm-hmm. little collection of islands there are, are just magical. 
it seems like Once Upon a Time, Martinique was a little bit more sort of central to... Oh, yeah. And a know. hub for spies during the war. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren Bacall. <laughs> That's where the we, yes. we were talking about this too. That's the iconic uh, setting of the yeah. the famous whistle. Yes, uh, as, as Alex said, it's it's the Caribbean of a hundred years ago. Um, Saint Lucia. So I have a friend who was there uh, a little bit after the hurricanes. No, no damage. But Saint Lucia, I think, is fantastic for really active people mm-hmm. um, and grown ups, please. Go not on. great for kids. Not great for kids. No. There, there's a ton of great hiking, oh. rappelling, um, waterfalls that you can swim in. It's wild and mountainous. It's in wild and mountainous. Extremely I jungly. Think birders yeah. actually yes. quite enjoy it there. Yep. And um, a nice variety of properties as well. Yeah. The actually, two friends this year went to the Body Holiday, which mm-hmm. is like a, a wellness resort, but seriously active, exciting. They're very know. active, and yeah. there's a very good program there on the north end of the island. There's um, also the Doctor Doolittle Bay. Marigot Bay. Um, there's a Capella Hotel there that, that I like a lot. I've been to. And I there's a, a, a the, Viceroy Resort there. The Sugar Beach. Yes, Sugar Beach. Fabulous location mm-hmm. underneath the two pitons, which mm-hmm. you can climb yep. with some energy. Um, at the very top of that, there's Ladera as well, which is kind of Flintstones-ish. Mm-hmm. And then across the street from that, uh, a couple, about five, six years ago, um, Hotel Choc- uh, Chocolat, a chocolate company, um, bought a lot of land, chocolate plantations and open this brand new modern 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 looks kind of like a, a, a space age gas station that doesn't do it credit but incredible food really nice lodgings and a good place to base yourself and but i think for that kind of person who doesn't want to just like fly and flop and drink right. daiquiris yeah. it's a super active yeah. vacation even getting to jade mountain which is probably the the highest end property um if you go by road it is rough going uh, you can fly in by helicopter, which you probably would do if you're booking yourself at Jade Mountain. But Jade Mountain's one of those, it looks like a cruise ship smashed into the side of a mountain. So all the, all the suites have three walls, and then there's exposure yeah. with a vista and a pool, and it's, people love it. Nice work if you can get it. Yeah. yeah. So St. Lucia, again, it, it's not for the people who expect to be, you know, they're, they're umbrella cocktails by the pool. You got to put a little bit of it's a, not a for that. muscle in. Not for unless that. you're going to Jade. But it's fantastic for honeymoons and romantic weekends because it's got that jungly, wild feel. Okay, Barbados. Um, we did a story on Barbados last year, and it has an incredible history. It's very British, and the west coast of Barbados is where you find those like shiny grand pink hotels with the Rolls Royces that pull up to them. Um, The incredible sunset, of course, because overlooking the west side, um, that's sort of, I think, sundowner cocktails are a huge ritual there. Some incredibly uh, renowned hotels there. Um, yes, the polo scene. Under the radar, shopping. though. These aren't, these aren't chain hotels. No, they're no not chain seasons, hotels. No They've been Ritzes, there for no decades. Yeah. Incredible legacy. Very yeah. much, when we were talking about this earlier, very much a best if you know somebody on yes. the island. Um, um, and best if you know somebody who winters there. Yeah. Um, that's and, open and, up your Rolodex, people. I, I mean, it, it's got a, a royal pedigree to it as well. But like we were describing about Jamaica, I think there's a real culture there where, like, visitors and locals can really hang together. There are Friday yep. night jump ups, yep. um, that sort of thing. Um, the East Coast uh, of Barbados is actually a little bit wilder, and there are a couple hotels there. But that it's great for surfing. Great for surfing. You know, it's the Atlantic side, so it's yeah. it's rough. It's a big water, island but, as well. Yeah. So you know, it, 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 this is another thing to take into account when you're choosing a Caribbean island. Yeah. And I hope you'll all check out cntraveler.com for our, our new island finder. 
um, gallery which is coming up, which which leads you, hopefully, into the sheep dip, so that you you pick the right the right island for your your vacation. The sheep awesome. dip. Well, you know, you winnow out all the, you get everybody in line, and then you've got the right island. Barbados also have something that I would love, especially on a rainy day. You know, when you it's like. It always seems like when you're the one who goes to the Caribbean, it rains for like three days. But they have, they have, um, because of the the, the long time colonial history there, there are like old captains' houses and um, plantation houses that are tourable, you know, sort of preserved from you know 19th century um, museums. Um, I mean, it was it was a hub of the slave trade. So um, it's a dark history, but a fascinating one to explore, especially right now. So that's an island that I think it's. Like it has something for everybody, and as you mentioned, it it is the company. I was making it sound as if it was just about royals jetting in for you know, that made the island. It, it's it's the combination of the people who are from there uh, and their interaction with the people who pop in and out. Um, this is an island in which you pop in for longer than other places because a lot of people own properties there. So the community there is very built up. Hence, the get your rolodex out. It's nice to know people there on the. Of both locals and visitors, or or short-term residents, to understand the the, the vibe. I think you look under C for shishi. <laughs> no, under no, J for jet set. It, it 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 does sound like a place with some texture, though. Like the, something you know, you're. Gonna it feels like get, a country. Yeah, you're going to want to get off the beach a little bit and maybe yeah. do some other things. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, and then then we move over to Saint Vincent and the, Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. And a good segue because Barbados is the easiest way to get to the Grenadines and St. Vincent. Not easy. There are no, no, there's maybe one flight that goes nonstop from the East Coast down to St. Vincent. But generally you go through Bridgetown and then you take a little tiny hop to Union, Mustique, Bequi, and there's one other little palm, I think, or it's Putty St. Vincent. That's the easiest Mm -hmm. way to get there. And that is jet set to the max. What's the airport like? Oh, another terror. You can also oh, take no, ferries between take those ferries. islands. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, they're very South Seas. Those mm-hmm. little islands. Um, and also, right, people going back, same families going back for yeah. generations. Mm-hmm. We just did a story on Bequi, um, and what I loved about it, it just it sounds so low key, mm-hmm. so barefoot. It's sort of the kind of place where if you were to rent a villa there, you would kind of fit in seamlessly. The you could uh, the um, the writer who was there, Emma Kelly, you know, talked about her kids playing soccer on the beach with local kids and um, you know, there's a handful of bars where everybody just gossips about, you know, the sort of the local salty characters who've been there forever. And it just it it feels like a great laid back kind of breezy, easy place. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. you kind of wish the keys were. Right, yeah. It's pro- the keys probably are, you just have to find it. Yeah, but Princess Margaret didn't hang out in the keys. <laughs> Am I going to get the gossip with Princess Margaret? You can get oh, all the gossip oh. on her, yeah. Not anymore. Oh, it's, it continues. Watch the she continues, yes. Right. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's difficult to get to, and hence, it's, I think, part of its appeal. Definitely. Um, We've okay. missed that one tiny one, sorry, between Guadeloupe and Martinique, uh, Dominica. Um, which was uh, hugely attractive to outdoor folk who wanted to dive and snorkel and climb and hike. And there are only a couple of beaches, um, dark sand, um, but they unfortunately got very badly hit. Mm-hmm. And in uh, some communications I had today, they, they, they're still not, not sure really ready. Yeah. yeah, not sure when and ready. But so I want to keep my fingers crossed for that island. Okay, so outdoorsy folks, stay tuned on Dominica. Yeah. Um, okay. Almost there. Grenada, Grenada, Granada. 
strange. I mean, again, north of uh, Grenada, Grenada, um, <laughs> the islands all bleed into the Grenadines, hence Grenadine. Um, it, it's kind of an interesting mix. Um, See what you did there. That was nicely uh-huh. done. Nicely done. Great place to go to medical school. That's true. There's a um, famous medical school there. Or practice invading a country. Yes. You can edit that out. <laughs> um, Why uh, would we edit that out? That's <laughs> podcast gold. Uh, why do you go? You go it's, again, very low-key. Um, St. George's is the capital. Um, uh, spices. It's a spice island. Nutmeg. Hmm. That's their big thing. <laughs> so you My go collect some nutmeg. <laughs> do, you know how much, do you know how much? Okay, first of all. <laughs> Book a trip to get the nutmeg, ladies and gentlemen. There are people right, who would do Brad, that. Brad, do you know what mace is? Which uh, I would use on you right now, but I'm not going to. But no, mace, the, oh the actual spice. <laughs> yes, I know mace do you know where, spice. But do you know where, where mace Grenada. occurs? Sri Lanka. Oh. No, no, where, how it grows. <laughs> Isn't it pods? No. What? No? What it's, is it? It's like a, a spider's web, a bright red spider's web that covers a nutmeg. And that makes mace really? cancers? Like no, no, mace no. Cancers. I, do, I don't. Well, maybe it does, but I, 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 I was don't. Just about it. Google image mace. And We've gone mace. completely off the rails. <laughs> no, yeah. it is. What I mean, is happening? Grenada is very famous for, for uh, its spices, not just nutmeg and mace. Um, now I'm Googling. Again, a nice, a nice uh, couple's kind of getaway place. Very low key. All right. I'm going to let you off the hook for Grenada and Mace. Grenada. Grenada. And we're going to go to Trinidad and Tobago. Uh-huh. Tobago's very, very, very popular with English tourists. Um, Virgin flies in there. BA flies in there nonstop. Um, it's pretty much a, a beach ready, made for the beach destination. Trinidad is the, the heart and soul of the country. Um, and is quite industrialized, so there, there's less to do for a vacationer in Trinidad. So if I were that close to South America, I would go to Brazil. <laughs> it's a long way down, yeah. <laughs> it's a long way down. But Trinidad's where we get um, macadam. <laughs> what? Wow, and now, you're now, an encyclopedia of... <laughs> Ingredients so, today. You are, you are like, it's like we dropped an, exci- an encyclopedia onto this. Like, I think you, you asked her who's going to do the Mark Elwood role. Yeah. I think we know. Master of Arcane Knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Mac- macadam's the stuff that makes tar for, for roads. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Which yeah. is what I'm always Wait, that's for. from Trinidad? That's such a fun Trinidad, fact. yeah, is a major producer, producer of they have what, a, what makes wow. our roads. Great carnival. And they that. have fabulous carnival. Yeah, probably oh. the best in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, so does Haiti. Um, so, you know, fun. Barbados has a good one as well. Yes. yes. Um, so Tobago is where you go if you want beaches and bird watching and chill. Trinidad, uh, if, which has an, if you're looking for macadam, macadam but also if, if you, you look, have roads to pave, you head on up to. And if you're looking for extraordinary it, global culture in Trinidad is off the charts. N- enormous Hindu population. It's where V.S. Naipaul came from. Yeah. And I, actually, I think a fairly thriving arts scene. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. So it's again, it's one of these islands. It's much more about it being a country mm-hmm. than a tourist beach destination island okay so well worth it okay um so skip brazil and go to trinidad and tobago um tobago Tobago. Uh, curacao well the abcs we can lump them all together okay lump them together <laughs> what is the b in the abcs bonaire 
That's not on your map. I know. I have to write it on mine. <laughs> I, have to, I, yeah. I protest. <laughs> I can't be responsible for things that are not written on the map that I'm given. Um, Aruba for spectacular beaches, full service resorts. Um, Pretty kid friendly. Yeah, kid friendly. It's, it's outside the hurricane zone. Um, it, it's you go. All of for, these are completely outside of the hurricane zone, yeah. right? The ABCs are the most dependable. Um, no, not 100% guaranteed. But of course. Aruba's yeah. just, you get what you pay for, and it's Vegas, basically. Vegas on a beach. Okay. Um, and it, it does it well. Uh, Bonaire for diving is, is unparalleled. Uh, and Curaçao has a fascinating historical center. Um, a, a really good nightlife, I just found out. Um, is it Dutch? All three, yeah. Dutch. The ABCs are all Dutch. And K, KLM flies into them, I think two of them, daily. From Amsterdam. From oh, from Amsterdam. Yeah. Not not from the East Coast. No, straight across the Atlantic. Um, so they're 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 interesting for three different very specific reasons. Okay, great. I think that covers it. <laughs> what did we miss? Do we want some rec- restaurant recommendations for Aruba? Because I've got two from oh, yes. there. Yes. So. Okay, let's work that in. Yes. So where my, should we go to eat? Flexing in my foodie arm, um, which doesn't have a lot of muscles. Uh, I went to Aqua Grill when I was there in 2014, and it has the absolute best grilled octopus that I have ever had. If you're looking for that, like really fresh fish skewers, the catch of the day, definitely could move. And I also went to Papillon in the capital, which has great French food. can't remember what I got, but I'm sure it was great because it's still stuck in my head four years later. Okay. So yeah, again, I mean, it, it's it's good restaurant scene, good uh, dependable hotel scene, excellent beach. Yeah. It, it just caters to a very happy crowd. One um, happy the, island, right? Yeah. There we go. So again, you know, all of that adds up to an incredibly diverse range of possibilities here. No matter what kind of traveler you are, you're going to find something, unless you want to ski. Probably no skiing. Any islands that have skiing, David? Mm. I bet they have skiing at Atlantis. At Atlantis, I'm oh, sure you should, can yeah. ski. There's got to <laughs> be go. like an inboard, an indoor yeah, snowboarding, something like Dubai that. type thing. Well, that's like the cruise ship I was on going around. Could you ski on your cruise ship? No, but in the spa, you could sit in the sauna in the steam room, and then you were advised to paddle in your little plastic flip flops across the spa <laughs> to a room in which it snowed. I feel like I want leather flip flops if I'm on that cruise. Oh, I'm Viking. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyway, I sat in the snow room for a, an extended period of time. Is that cryotherapy? It, it's a gentler, kinder version of it. But lovely picture window overlooking the It just the sounds spa like pool. New York last week. Yes, basically. basically. Yeah. yeah bomb, but cyclone. Yes. <laughs> bomb cyclone room. Terrific diversity, many different types of vacations. So um, those of you who are out there thinking that uh, there were hurricanes, I can't go to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. You're completely wrong. There's so much to do and so much to see there. And also, if you're just intimidated by by not knowing which one to pick, um, do try out our, our Caribbean Finder because you can just click on, I want to see jungles, and we'll give you the three islands that, that will deliver on that. Or if you're really into tennis, which people forget does exist because golf seems to take over everything in vacation time. There are some it is really the national pastime now, I know. golf. Also, these... I, I would say just about anywhere is an easy long weekend. Um, when I went to the Bahamas, which granted are fairly far north in, in this chain of islands, 
I left at 6 a.m. on a Thursday, but I was on the beach by lunch. Mm-hmm. So wow. I imagine that's true of many of these. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Jamaica from Montego yeah. Bay, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Easy, easy. So look, people, it's cold out there. You're miserable. You want to get the hell out of here. And we just gave you many, many options for where you can go. Um, check those out. David has put together a terrific, terrific Caribbean guide, a finder, as he's calling it, for all of these things. Whatever you're into, we've mapped it out for you to tell you what are the best places for that particular kind of activity. So check that out on the site. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. And visit us at cntraveler.com, of course, to find this and many other trip options. I want to give another plug for the Women Who Travel podcast. This is um, our newest podcast that is hosted and produced by Meredith and Lale. They just released their sixth episode this week. It was uh, about traveling as a mother. You Ooh, were on it. I Alex. was on it. Um, and that's the, these episodes have been really great. Uh, this is one of those where they're not taking a lot of time to warm up. It's good from episode one. And I would encourage anybody who's not subscribed and listening Get out there and get into it. The stuff is really great. The discussions are really great. Um, The topics are terrific, and the guests have been um, terrific, as we just witnessed. Um, So subscribe to that. We're also at Condé Nast Traveler on Facebook and YouTube, and CN Traveler on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Please do tweet at us. Let us know what is your favorite Caribbean vacation spot, and if we've gotten anything wrong about these islands. If your experience has been different from Mm -hmm. ours or your understanding is different from ours, please correct us. We would love to hear about that. Um, We will rebroadcast you. We will retweet you and get the word out there. Also, any of you who are engaged with uh, helping out in Puerto Rico, please do um, let us know about that. We will broadcast that as well, um, and we will be continuing to cover this region. It is very important to us um, throughout the year, so stay tuned to us on all of our various channels for updates. Let's tell people how to get in touch with you, David. I love your answer to this every time. Postcards. How- postcards. What is the address for the postcards? <laughs> Condé Nast Traveler. One World Trade Center. One World Trade Center, New York. New One York. zero 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 seven. Yeah, and uh, attention, David Jeffries. Mm-hmm. Bridget. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at brhallinan. And Alex? I'm on Instagram and Twitter as at wordmover. I love your, your, mm-hmm. oh, you're, in the, you're in the competition for best uh, mm-hmm. handle. <laughs> it's um, very literal. It is very literal. Just job description. It is job. It's your, it's your job description. Morning, noon, and night, oh, you amazing. are moving words. That's true. That's true. David, do you ever answer the postcards? Yes. Okay. Of course. Oh, I, people send me things. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm at Bradrick. Have a great weekend, everybody. Get out there and have a vacation. <laughs>